Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Mike Baglietto about the findings of Sibler's Anywhere Work Survey. Mike Baglietta, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Yeah, it is a pleasure to be with you today. You're joining us from the San Francisco area. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. And today we're going to be talking about Simpler's Anywhere Work Survey, findings there and what it means for the modern world of work and leaders and managers as they're trying to guide their organizations and their teams. As we get started, I wanted to share Mike's bio with everybody. Mike Baglietto is Senior Director of Product Marketing at Simpler, the leading AI-powered employee experience platform. He has 15-plus years experience developing marketing strategies, campaigns, and content for addressing the needs of targeted audiences. His experience spans from product management and product marketing to demand generation and social media. He excels at distilling complex technical concepts into understandable, relatable materials and discourse, fueling conversations and motivated buyers. A wonderful background that you have, Mike, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about Simpler and about this, this Anywhere Work survey. Before we dive on in, anything else you would like to share with me or my audience by way of your background or context? And then we'll dive on into the conversation. <laughs> that was quite the bio. No, I think that pretty much covers it. I don't think there's any additional information to share. Um, but I'll definitely share my experiences as we go through our conversation today on on you know why I'm so excited about you know the, the statistics we found or the, the insights we found with our survey and how yeah. it applies to me directly as well as it applies to our audience today. Yeah, wonderful. Well, why don't you start by just explaining a little bit more about Simpler uh, for those in the audience who may not be familiar with it, uh, and then we can talk a little bit more specifically about the origins of this survey and get into some of the nitty-gritty there. In a nutshell, um, what we do, Simpler is uh, the leading AI-powered employee experience platform, and our mission is really to help transform the work experience for billions of people across the world. What we mean by that is we want to help our, our customers create a work environment where their employees can flourish. Um, and part of that flourish means we need employees to feel connected, supported, and inspired to do their work. And so helping them align with their company's objectives and their company you know, mission, as well as helping them find information that they need to do their job effectively 
and then making them feel included as part of that culture through rewards and, and recognition and, and, and feeling valued and inspired. And this helps, you know, elevate just not just the work experience, but the productivity of the users and just the culture in general of our customers. And of course, you know, all the, it's all the rage, you know, um, Google's new chat bot and chat GPT and AI machine learning, like people are talking about it a lot. I'm, I'm still not sure how much people really fully understand it. Um, but having, using um, the, the AI and machine learning technology to assist in employee experience is a really great opportunity. It's a really great uh, tool and uh, so anyways, it's not the core of what we're talking about today, but I, I just think that's really awesome. Uh, we know that organizations need to be focusing more on employee experience, making it easy for employees to have a good experience, to have their needs met, uh, to get the questions they have answered, uh, to take care of the various you know self-service things that they need to do uh, from an HR perspective, for example, or benefits and and, and such, uh, and and to just make it as streamlined as possible. All of that's just so important in the modern world of work if you want to attract and retain good people. Uh, so that's at the heart of what you're doing there at Simpler, uh, which I think is awesome. And then, then of course, um, the the main crux of what we're going to be talking about today is is this survey. So tell us more about. Uh, the origins of the survey and some of the methodology behind it. And then we'll dig into some of the findings. So every year, Simpler does an employee experience survey <clears throat> in order to align our, our product initiatives and our you know alignment with our customers. We want to understand what the what the current challenges are uh, in their environment. So every year we survey uh, HR executives um, in medium to large enterprise companies. Uh, this year we were you know, lucky to have 600 participants in our survey. And we want to ask them questions about their ability to effectively communicate, connect, and engage with their employees. Um, this is especially important now, given sort of the way that the work environment has changed over the last several years. Uh, I'm, you know, much more remote than I used to be, even though I live within, you know, 30, 30 miles of the office, just work dynamics have changed. So really wanted to understand how these work dynamics have changed. There's always shifts in the um, the workforce. You know, people are very transient in terms of their their jobs. So, understanding how we can attract, retain, and inspire customers was sort of the crux of this. Yeah. So, why don't you start by highlighting for us uh, some of the core thematic areas of some of the findings, and then we can dig in deeper as it seems, you know, appropriate for the conversation. We had um, the first finding from the survey, which which made me sit forward uh, in my chair when I was looking at the results was that 79% of the HR executives we surveyed feel the shift to remote and hybrid work has made internal communications challenging. 52% um, <clears throat> said it was more challenging uh, than the past, and twenty seven percent, twenty eight percent said it was was even more challenging or very challenging compared to the past. So, digging into that a little bit, you know, what we found was that our communication methods are, as you would suspect, um, are a bit inconsistent. Right? They, there's a lot of different channels we use to communicate, whether it's intranet, email, managers relaying information, um, a mixture of tools like you know, the cloud-based systems like Google, SharePoint, you know, Microsoft Teams, whatever. But because there's a lot of different channels in use, trying to make sure that the same message gets out 
on all those channels to all the different constituents within your organization is is quite challenging. And I think that's one of the dilemmas, right? What are the preferred channels? Because we have to meet our employees on the channels that that are familiar and comfortable and, and productive for them. I think this this shifting work design issue that organizations are facing, um, you know, some of its preference. So some leaders just really want people back in the office because that's what they're comfortable with. That's what they're used to. You know, many um, employees want some form of flexibility. Some want to be back in the office, but many want to at least have flexibility, which leads to hybrid um, types of arrangements. All of that's fun and, you know, all well. Uh, organizations can decide what's going to work best for them and for their teams and what their people want, et cetera. But you highlight a really, really important point, And that is, how are you going to communicate effectively, uh, especially when you have different uh, members of the team joining in different modalities? Uh, so you have some people there face-to-face. You have other people joining remotely. Uh, we know that teams are far more distributed now than they used to be even just a few years ago. Uh, so you know, if, if you have like a core group of people that are getting together for those brainstorming sessions or those, those work meetings and, and such, uh, but then some are having to join remotely, what is that environment like for them? Uh, or is everyone able to truly feel like part of the team? Are they able to feel the same sense of belonging, um, the same tie-in to the, the culture? Are they able to contribute in the same types of ways? Um, those are the types of challenges and questions that uh, leaders have that organizations are grappling with. Uh, and then just the normal communication channels. Uh, how do you how do you connect? Um, you know, are you using Slack channels? Are you using Microsoft Teams? Are you, you know, what are you doing and how are you making sure that you're touching base? Because if you're not all physically together in the office, you can't just kind of randomly walk around the office, do a lap, chat with people, you know, organically and, and check in. Uh, it has to be much more, um, uh, you know, kind of purpose-driven and systematic uh, in order to make sure it's happening. Uh, so I think all of that, uh, it, it makes sense to me as you're describing th- those results from your survey uh, that that we'd be seeing things moving in that direction. Yeah, and one of the points that you just kind of mentioned was, you know, making people feel that they're <clears throat> that they are they're getting them information and they're included and that they're in, engaged with it. And I think part of the challenge is there's so much information to share. Uh, we want to make sure the content is relevant to their to their needs, and so we want to make sure that it's just not the same message on all the channels, but we want to make sure that it's, it's, it's applicable to, you know, maybe a specific group within your organization, maybe sales, you know, has a slightly different need for content and communication than your engineering team or your production team, you know, or your manufacturing team. So making sure that you get the right message to the right people on the right channels makes this, you know, challenge even more complex. And I think one of the other findings that we found sort of tying into that was that, you know, segmenting your communications into these various groups, um, you know, 40% said it's it's not very easy to segment that message. And a lot of folks, uh, I think it was almost 20% said everyone gets the same information and they have to decide what's relevant and what's not. And when you start doing that, where you push the same information out to everyone, while it's great, you have a lot of transparency. Um, it also puts the burden on consuming and engaging with that 
that content and that that communication on the employee. And so it can be a bit overwhelming. So that was one of the other interesting findings was that it wasn't very easy for our our audience in the survey to segment and uh, target their communications uh, to different groups within within the organization. So I thought that was an interesting point that we asked, yeah. uh, especially when you're focusing on a hybrid culture. Uh, I think that's that's even more important thing. Yeah, and striking that balance is is really challenging. Uh, I'm all for communicating and transparency. You know, if if I'm going to err, I I would prefer to err on the side of over communication and more transparency. But the reality is, it's a fine balance. And if you if you go too far, people just turn off. Like they just mentally turn off. Like literally, they may turn off the notifications on their Slack channel or on the on Teams or whatever. They may not even read the emails because they, they're sick of having to wade through it and figuring out what's relevant to them. And you know, if 90% of the time it's not relevant to them, of course they're not even going to look at it. Uh, and so then you're not who are you actually communicating with if no one's actually reading the communications? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I want to tie it back to something you had mentioned earlier and, and it's a whole nother thread that could be another podcast that you know we could we could explore but ai is really important as part of this process right because the the more modern tool, tools like simpler are using ai to surface the right convert, uh, communications the right content to these different constituents within your organization so as they can start to consume your content start to consume your communication system gets smarter about what's relevant to them. So they don't have to wade through the content in order to find the most relevant pieces of information to do their jobs successfully. It also allows the organization to measure the engagement and the sentiment of their audience. Are they responding to this content? Do they are they getting a positive response or do we need to revisit certain communications or certain announcements or certain events and that helps bring the employees back in alignment with the mission, the culture, and that feeling of inclusivity. So, so communication channels, segmenting communication, all of that, that was a core finding. Uh, what were some of the other things that uh, you gleaned uh, from this survey? So we asked a couple things. Um, what are you your biggest challenges um, retaining talent because that's a big issue right now. Um, retaining talent is important because it lowers your cost, right? It, it, there's a cost of recruiting, onboarding, and, and getting people up to speed. So the, the, some of the key things that were identified in the survey was the top factors, you know, in terms of retaining talent was difficulty about onboarding new employees makes them really, it's very difficult to retain people if they're, they don't feel like they're onboarded and productive and then making sure employees feel heard and what management is communicating and making sure the employees have the tools they need and that they're trained to use those tools. These are all really critical factors. Once you get folks engaged, you want to make sure that they're they're onboarded and successful and productive as quickly as possible. So that's that's one of the key things. And with the new modern intranet tools that are out there, you can start to, we were talking about AI just a minute ago, but you can start to identify which content is relevant for their onboarding. For my experience here, every morning I would log into our portal and I would have a list of you know, content to 
read, um, surveys to take, uh, tests and quizzes and things to test my knowledge as I went through the onboarding process. And, and it's these little things that can help people feel like I'm, I'm connected and I'm starting to get productive very, very quickly. I, I felt my onboarding experience here was just phenomenal because I'd never had a system which kind of walked me through every morning. Okay, here's what you've done. Here's what you can do now to sort of explore other things that we're doing and, and new things that I need to learn to be productive now that I've mastered the basics here where we can go. So that was interesting. We always want to find out what our what what the consumer of the internet and the consumer of the communications are feeling. And this is part of part of uh, what the HR professionals were telling us. Yeah, again, uh, one of the great aspects of the simpler um, technology is to assist in in this process as you're describing it, uh, which which is really important. And this finding around effective onboarding uh, is uh, so timely, I think. I, I just think uh, in this um, this tight labor market, despite the tech layoffs, I mean, that's all in the news and people are talking about you know, 13% of, of tech firm, you know, uh, tech firms laying off 13% of their workforce and these tens of thousands of people losing their jobs and such. I, that's high profile. People are, are, you know, reading about that constantly. Um, but the reality is it's still a tight labor market. It, it's really still hard for organizations to get good talent, to keep good talent. Uh, and so a, a key part of that, of course, you want to have a, a good um, candidate experiences are going through, um, you know, the hiring process to be part of your organization, but then they have to have a really great onboarding experience. And that lays the foundation for their overall employee experience. If you don't have good uh, onboarding, uh, then, then people have options. Uh, and, and if they feel like there's a bait and switch between kind of what happened during the interview process and they get selected and they come in, they're like, Oh, this isn't really what I thought or what I expected or how I thought it would be, you know, people can can and will leave they'll go other places yeah uh, and, and so we we have to be very in tune with this what's really interesting is that um there's a lot of data out there that supports all the themes we're talking about today and i i just read a survey from Accenture, and they said that organizations can see a 4% increase in top-line productivity when they unlock data and tech together. But that that 4% increase in productivity jumps to 11% once they include people in the process. So it's not just about tech, it's about the people and about getting the people to the information they need. So 11% increase in online productivity or uh, top line productivity is is huge um we just had a our our kickoff this year and we had a customer who was telling us his his employees are spending i believe he said nine hours a week just searching for information that they need to do their job and they calculated the the, the annual cost based on the size of their organization was something like nine nine million dollars in productivity lost because of just the amount of time people were spending searching for information to do their job. So getting the right tools in place, making sure the content was curated and and relevant and up to date went a long way in terms of making their their organization more productive. And once they're more productive, 
ease of work becomes a real selling point, a real value for your organization when people feel like I enjoy my job. It's, it's my work life is much easier than it was. So these are the kinds of things we're trying to solve for. Yeah, excellent. Um, I note the time. I'm going to have to let you go here in a few minutes, but maybe one more key uh, finding or area that you would like to highlight from the the survey, and then we can move into wrapping things up. Yeah, I think one of the other things that, that I thought was an interesting uh, outcome that we saw in the survey was that we talk a lot about company culture and what is what does that mean, right? And I think everybody kind of has an idea what culture means, but, you know, clarity, cohesion impacts employee engagement, right? And as, as HR professionals, we want to make sure that people feel included in part of a community. And so it wasn't just critical uh, communications reaching everyone. We asked them, what are the biggest challenges you face in, in creating that culture? And it was making sure everyone feels connected and that employees are engaged with the content were two of the biggest things, right? Uh, perfect example. Uh, one of our customers has 10 manufacturing locations across five cities and each location felt like we're our own entity and they didn't really have any sort of connection with the other parts of the organization. So they created digital newsletters and a virtual town halls and start bringing these people together and celebrating the wins from each of the different communities or the different uh, sites or facilities into a much more cohesive structure. And then they start to feel like employee sentiment and happiness and, and inclusivity started to rise and people felt much more connected with the mission. And, and again, productivity and um, just job satisfaction overall, you know, elevated quite significantly. So those are some of the key findings for our survey today. Fantastic. Uh, I, I'm sure we could dig in even deeper, um, but I really appreciate you sharing some of the high-level um, thematic findings of this survey. And it's wonderful that this is something you're doing annually um, and, and it's uh, important service in terms of the, the the findings and the application of those findings into the workplace for leaders. Um, before we wrap things up for today, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with the audience how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, your team there at Simpler where they can find the report uh, and other resources, and then give us a final word on the topic for today. Yeah, if you'd like to connect with me uh, or any of the folks on the Simpler team, you can go to our website, www.simpler.com. It's S-I-M-P-P-L-R.com. We put the people back in work. Um, that tends to PPL in, our, in the name. It's kind of a funny way to spell it, but really connects with our mission. A lot of great content, a lot of great resources. We do a lot of um, surveys, reports, and things like that that they can find on our on our um, on our website and our social channels. Last thing I would like to take away is that you know we really want to help organizations and their and their employees flourish, and we want to make that work experience positive, incl inclusive, and um, connected. Wonderful, wonderful. Mike, it has been a real pleasure. I encourage the audience to reach out, to get connected, find out more about what Mike and his team can do for you there at Simpler. Check out the report. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week.
you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page. And please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.